Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Husband. Yes, wife? Remember how you told me we're on Patreon now? Yeah, why? Because we're starting something new for Patreon members only. Every couple of weeks, we'll cover something in the news, a current event, or something we feel strongly needs to be discussed. And only subscribers get to hear our discussion. That's right. It's all for our Patreon members as a thank you for their support. Join now for as little as $2 a month to get all of our extra content. Go to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Do it now. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! husband wife we are starting a new book yeah we're starting ruth we are we're starting ruth that's the book awesome of. the book of ruth there's only four chapters yeah but at least she gets her own little book yeah she's got a book her bookie book yeah so you ready to start it i am ready to start ruth yeah okay let's, let's do it let's ruth it up I'm I'm really glad that you just pointed at me because honestly I was kind of spaced out and you said are you ready and <laughs> and you weren't really ready and my mouth said uh huh but yeah. my eyes weren't even looking at I know I kind of slowed down because I, I saw know. you not be I was ready. like completely like yeah sure whatever yeah yeah um so I am ready now <laughs> that's great because we're already doing it so <laughs> howdy okay so let's read about this Ruth chick all right ready yep. Ruth and Naomi. I was and right. Naomi, huh? I think Naomi's her mother-in-law. Oh, okay. Remember I told you that last time? I Yeah, right. I don't retain things sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Particularly if I'm the one that said it, huh? I mean, no, not particularly. Just In, in you know. general? Yeah. In life? Right. That's all right. I don't retain very much either. Okay. So, um, here we go. Naomi, no, Ruth and Naomi. Ruth and Naomi. Okay. Yeah. Chapter one. Chapter one. In the days when the judges ruled in Israel, yep. a severe famine came upon the land. Okay. Oh, this happened a lot back then, it seems like. 
like well, all I the mean, fucking time. It happened in Egypt. Thank God there was a Joseph lying around. Yeah, well, and they they were famined like the entire time they were walking to Israel because remember they you know inundated them with the birds and, and the, the quail, whatever the fuck they were. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always famining. Right. So a man from Bethlehem and Judah left his home and went to live in the country of Moab. Okay. The country of Moab, taking his wife and two sons with him. Okay. The man's name was Elamet. Hold on, hold on. Elimelech. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Took me a second. Sorry. Oh, okay. So the man was Elimelech and his wife was Naomi. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Never mind. So I had it backwards, I think. I guess Ruth is the mother-in-law, maybe. Oh, okay. Instead, I don't know. I don't fucking we'll know. We'll find out. Okay. You know, well, that's what so, we're reading it for. Right. Elimelech and Naomi. Yeah, okay? Elimelech and Naomi. And they went to Moab with their two sons. Their two sons were Milan and Killian. Okay. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem in the land of Judah. Got it. That's a lot of... That's a lot of words and places. I am wife in the Midwest... Small town USA cornfields. Yeah. Of America. That is correct. The end. Okay. Yeah. And when they reached Moab, they settled there. Okay. I would never go to Moab. This is such an exciting story so far. Would you go to Moab? I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't go to Moab. Why? I don't know. They seem like, aren't they the ones that do a lot of This is during the time of judges. They've already conquered the Moabites. Yeah, but don't don't they do like a lot of weird... um, child sacrifice Yeah, back when they were doing that stuff. stuff, but they're, you know, supposedly... Oh, you think they just stopped? Well, no, they're supposedly conquered or whatever. This is in the time of judges, so, like, they're supposed to be done with that shit. I don't know. I bet they're not, though. They're probably not. Then but... Elimelech died. Oh, shit. Oh, I yawned. Yeah, you did. <laughs> His death was boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Elimelech died, and Naomi was left with her two sons. Womp, womp. Okay. Poor Naomi. Yeah. The two sons married Moabite women. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, one, I had this so backwards. Okay. One married a woman named Orpa, and the other named a woman Ruth? named Ruth. Oh, okay. so she's a Moabite. Okay. She's a Moabite. and But I was right. It is about Ruth is the lady, and then her mother-in-law is didn't, Naomi. Didn't Moses marry, hypothetically marry a Moabite? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Zilpa, I think. Sure. 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 Sounds about right. Whatever. I don't know. But about 10 years later, both Milan and Killian died. This left Naomi alone without her two sons or her husband. Then Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had blessed his people in Judah by giving them good crops again. They just came from there, didn't they? I thought that's where they were. Oh, no, they were in Moabite. They, I think they came from Judah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So Naomi and her daughters-in-law... Got ready to leave Moab to return to her homeland. Sounds like a smart thing. What was the other lady named? The other daughter-in-law? I don't remember. Orpa. 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 Yeah. With her two daughters-in-law. So Naomi is the mom and the two daughters-in-law are Orpa Ruth and Ruth. And Orpa, yeah. Yeah. She set out. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep it straight and I have a really hard time like trying to keep right. names and relationships straight. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. So, Naomi, the mother-in-law, set out with her two daughters-in-law, Ruth and Orpah, from the place where she had been living, and they took the road that would lead them back to Judah. Okay. But on the way, Naomi, the mother-in-law, said to her two daughters-in-law, 
Go back to your mother's homes, and may the Lord reward you for your kindness to your husbands and to me. May the Lord bless you with the security of another marriage. Then she kissed them goodbye, and they all broke down and wept. Hmm. She was like saying, thank you for coming with me. And, yeah, I appreciate you know, the loyalty yeah. type thing. You're but cool. You guys can You're go good. on back. Yeah, you, know, right. you can remarry and That's shit. nice of her, I guess. Yeah, what else? No, they said. Oh, okay. We want to go with you to your people. Oh, they want to make sure she gets there. Well, yeah. And, you know, there's supposed to be wealth and prosperity oh, over yeah. there. So. Like, oh, that makes them much less altruistic. <laughs> Damn. Because I thought this was supposed to be a story I mean, maybe about it is still, their but, altruism. Know, it might. It might still be. But Naomi replied, why should you go on with me? Can I still give birth to other sons who could grow up to be your husbands? No. My daughters, return to your parents' homes, for I'm too old to marry again. And even if it were possible and I were to get married tonight and bear sons, then what? Would you wait for them to grow up and refuse to marry someone else? <laughs> no, of course not, my daughters. <coughs> Things. Ugh, Things are far more bitter for me than for you because the Lord himself has raised his fist against me. Oh, no. So she's like, poor me, but you guys still have your youth and beauty, so go on your way. Yeah, yeah. And again, they wept together. And Orpa kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. <sighs> Bye. Oh, so now they're going. They were, like, just testing. Like Orpa did. Okay, Orpa But did. Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. Ah. Look. Naomi said to her, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Gods, plural. Right, right, right. You should do the same. But Ruth replied, don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. Wow. Oh. Damn. I mean, I love your mom. Some fierce but loyalty. I don't know. I love your mom a lot. Like, she's really great. I right. mean, I'm very lucky. I have a wonderful mother-in-law. Yeah. But I don't know if I, Naomi and Ruth, love her. Right, right. Like, And that's no offense. I I just don't necessarily, like, I don't want to go. I don't know. Right. Maybe. Right. Sure. Maybe. But yep. maybe not. I hear you. Right? Uh-huh. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she said nothing more. She's like, all right. Not gonna, uh-huh. you know. I tried a couple times. Right. Fine. Fuck. Whatever, kid. Just come with me then. Fine. So the two of them continued on their journey, but when they came to Bethlehem, the entire town was excited by their ri- r- arrival. Oh yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yes, arrival. Why were they excited about their arrival? I'm about to tell you. Oh okay. Is it really Naomi? The woman asked. Well, she must have been popular. Don't call me Naomi. She responded. Instead, call me Mara. Mara. What? Why? Mara. Mara. For the Almighty has made life very bitter for me. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me home empty. Well, yeah, I mean, she's lost her husband and her two sons. Right, but why is she changing her name? Um, They did that a lot back then, didn't you notice? Yeah, no, I know, but I just... Like, I, didn't... I don't know what the name means because I'm not a fucking linguist, but the fact that she changed it... It's significant her, of something. Yeah, right. her circumstances have changed. Clearly, Naomi was, like, happy and joyous or ever and then now Mara or Mara, whatever, yeah, is like full of womp womp sadness. <laughs> Why call me Naomi when the Lord has caused me to suffer and the Almighty has sent such tragedy upon me? Mm. Fair, yeah. I mean, if I lost my husband and my two kids, I would be sad. Right. I can. Yeah. I don't know that I would change my name. Right. And I don't know that I would go with my mother-in-law everywhere across the planet. Right. 
but she can't really speak to your mental state at that point either. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Know, totally. You just never know. Yeah. Fair enough. Whatever. Right. We all heal in our own ways. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. So Naomi returned from Moab, accompanied by her daughter-in-law Ruth, the young Moabite woman. Woman, not women. Woman. They arrived in Bethlehem in late spring at the beginning of the barley harvest. The Ooh, end. Ooh, the barley harvest. That's a good time. I guess the end. I don't know. The end. The end. I don't really have anything to. That was that was kind of just anticlimactic. Like, it's kind of a boring story. Yeah, they went there and then they came. Then people died and then they came back and yeah. then then there was a barley harvest. <laughs> barley, barley. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess that's it for today then. I know. I I want to know what happens though. Like, why? well, we'll find out soon enough. I mean, this I just, book's only going to be a I know, week I'm of our like, time. She's so. got she's got four chapters. Right. And one chapter was just like not even about her. It was about her mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. It's a quarter of the fucking book is. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, what else happened? Right. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. I hope it's worth the time. I hope so too. Okay. I mean, you know, regardless, we're gonna read it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. But all right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, we didn't learn about Ruth. We learned about Naomi. Yeah. And then there was a little bit of Ruth. Right. That was pretty much it. Well, Naomi's husband and two sons died. Well, yeah, and, there was that. Um, then, um, Ruth accompanied her, her daughter-in-law. Right. Accompanied her back to her home place in the, in Moab. With Orpah? Was it Orpah? I think so. Yeah. It was close, the other daughter-in-law. Close, right? At least. Yeah. But she she didn't go all the way. She was like, "Okay, peace, I'm out." Right, right. And then um, um, Naomi was like, "Call me Mara because I'm depressed." And then the town was like, "But it's a barley party." Yeah, a oh, barley party. Oh. <laughs> and so that's where we are. Okay, and then uh, what are we going over today? We are going over the Book of Ruth, chapter two. All right, let's go do it. Okay. Okay, Ruth chapter two. Ruth gleans in the field of Boaz. Okay. Remember what glean is? Not right off the top of my head, no. Well, they're gleaning in the field, so what do you think? Harvesting? Yeah. They're, okay. They're eating off the edge of Boaz's field. Okay. Now, there was a wealthy and influential man in Bethlehem named Boaz, okay. who was a relative of Naomi's husband, the dead guy. A limelech. And Boaz is not a Poaz. What's a Poaz? A Poaz. A Poaz. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm slow. Sorry. <laughs> One day, Ruth the Moabite. Make sure we recognize yeah. Ruth the, the Moabite. Moabite. Fucking Moabite. Damn Moabites. Said to Naomi, let me go out into the harvest fields to pick up the stalks of grain left behind by anyone who's kind enough to let me do it. Yeah. Basically, she's like... I'm going to go out and I'm going to pick out some leftovers. Right. I'm right. going to go hit the... Well, uh, they were supposed to leave leftovers yeah. on the out. Remember? Yeah. That's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's like she's going to the local pantry. Right. Which I like. I like the community pantry. Yes. Those idea are good. Thing. Those are very good. Yeah. Naomi replied, all right, my daughter, go ahead. I mean... Yeah. Why wouldn't she? Sure. Food. But, yeah. Let's go get some food. Go get it. So Ruth went out to gather grain behind the harvesters, and as it happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz, the relative of her father-in-law, Elimelech. Okay. Which, 
they already said. Yeah. Twice. Right. I've only read three sentences. I know. <laughs> <laughs> While she was there, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you, he said. The Lord bless you, the harvesters replied. Then Boaz asked his foreman, who is that young woman over there? Who does yeah. she belong to? Right. Yeah, she belongs to somebody. Right, because, you know, their property. Yeah, well, A, she's a woman. B, she's a goddamn Moabite. Right, so, obviously you know. property. Yeah. And the foreman replied, she's the young woman from Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me this morning if she could gather grain behind the harvesters. She has been hard at work ever since, except for a few minutes rest in the shelter. Yeah. That I didn't need to mention, but I just (laughs) fucking did. (laughs) Right, right. Boaz went over and said to Ruth, listen, my daughter. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I My daughter, huh? I don't like the way this is going. Right? Why is he... Why why is... I mean... I don't know. Is he trying to pick her up? This this is what they called people back then, is my daughter? Like, every woman was my daughter? She's youngish and he's oldish? I I don't know. Is that just, like, saying miss? Look, we are Bronze Age? We're prejudging, like... He could be about no, to say I know, something nice. I know, nice. but I just, I just wonder, is that like saying Miss in, oh, in maybe. the Bronze Age? Or or like the way people refer to each other in churches today as brother and sister. Sure, sure. Like my brother. No, I wasn't sister. trying to say that it's a necessarily a I bad was. thing. But <laughs> I was. was curious, that's all. Um. Okay, so he goes, stay right here with us when you gather grain. Don't go to any other fields. Stay right behind the young woman working in my field. Why? See, which part of the field they are harvesting, and then follow them. Okay. I have warned the young men not to treat you roughly. Oh, so if so she's, she's protecting she, her. she goes to another field, she might she get, might get rapeled. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because they're good Christian people. Yeah. Or they're good godly people. Not yeah. Christ, not Christian. I'm sorry. No. No. We're not Christians yet. No, we're still but Jewish. They're good godly people. They're godly people who will rape you if you go to their field. Yeah. Okay. You should probably stay over here where I have literally <laughs> had to warn the men. Hey, I know you're gonna rape. But, like, not this one, though. Okay, so then um, he continues on. And when you are thirsty, help yourself to the water they have drawn from the well. Okay. Ruth fell at his feet and thanked him warmly. War- <clears throat> warmly, not warmly. Yeah, yeah. Warmly. With right. warmth. Right. What have I done to deserve such kindness, she asked. I'm so excited that I'm not going to get raped. Right, That yeah. is the most best day ever. It's, it really is. It's you always know? a good day when rape isn't happening to me, and I don't have to fear it for just a minute. Exactly. So exactly. cool. Yeah. I'm only a foreigner. She's she's like, I'm a goddamn Moabite. This right. is awesome. Yes, I know, Boaz replied, but I also know about everything you've done for your mother-in-law since oh. the death of your husband. Well, that's nice. I've heard how you left your father and mother and your own land to live here among complete strangers. May the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge, reward you fully for what you have done. Hmm. Wow. That's nice. He's recognizing that she was nice. Yeah. And that's... and she's recognizing that there's a, a person in that woman. Yeah. That's... Not just like, you know, yeah. a thing. Yeah. Kind of cool. Ruth has a name. Ruth has a name and that's is a person. crazy, right? Right. I hope I continue to please you, sir, she said. You have comforted me by speaking so kindly to me, even though I am not one of your workers. She's like, thank you so much for your crumb of kindness. I know I'm not worthy. I know that I am just a walking womb. Thank you so much for treating me like a human being worthy. It's it's sad that you have to uh, um, thank people for not raping you and and treating you like a human. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Right? I mean... Good on him. 
ish. Right, but what a sad state of affairs that that's the that's the epitome bar. of yeah. <laughs> that's like, the height. Yeah, right. At mealtime, Boaz called to her, "Come over here and help yourself to some food. You can dip your bread in the sour wine." That's what they did back then. Got it. So she sat with his harvesters, and Boaz gave her some roasted grain to eat. She ate all she wanted and still had some left over. When Ruth went back to work again, Boaz ordered his young man, let her gather grain right among the sheaves without stopping her and pull out some heads of barley from the bundles and drop them on purpose for her. Let her pick them up and don't give her a fucking hard time. (laughs) I added the fucking because it's just good fun. I mean, I I didn't think there was cuss words in the Bible like that. Not like that anyways. Not like that, yeah. But what's really awesome is that he had to remind them a second time, don't give her a hard time. Uh, well, yeah, because they were probably, you know, going like, to rape her anyway. You told us <laughs> you told us that earlier. We didn't know it applied to, like, the, yeah, next, tomorrow. the next half hour, too. Right? Is this, what, like a forever thing? We can never rape her? The My fuck, God. man? So Ruth gathered barley there all day. You know what would have been really nice if instead of um, dropping it for her to pick up, they just fucking gave it to her. Right? Yeah, and not make her have to work for make it. Make sure you pull yourself up by your bootstraps You're already there. fucking harvesting it. Why don't you just, like, you know... Give it to her. Right. But I I know that I'm coming at this from a place of not understanding the times and sure. the culture. <laughs> and I know that I'm judging it before I understand it. Right. But the problem <laughs> is that it's stupid. It is. And I know that because they're literally picking a thing up and dropping it for somebody else to on purpose pick up out of kindness. Right. And that is stupid. Correct. Okay. So Ruth gathered barley there all day. All fucking day she worked at this when they could have just gave it to her. All day. Right, right. And when she beat out the grain that evening, yeah, she beat it out. <laughs> it filled an entire fucking basket. Wow. Whole basket. Whole I don't, I don't basket. really know what that means, honestly. I mean, I'm thinking like a basket, like an Easter basket, a tisket, I mean, right? a tasket. Yeah. That's not a lot. It's, I mean, I don't she know. She worked all fucking day and then she spent an hour beating it. Yeah. And all she got was a fucking basket full of grain. I mean, I was thinking bigger than an Easter basket, but still, you know. She carried it back into town. It had to be an Easter basket. No, the baskets were bigger back then. Do you they, think she carried it on ones, her head? Yeah. Like, You're thinking of Africa, baskets. you dumbass, and but Ethiopia. They probably didn't. Like, why would you bring an Easter basket to pick up fucking grains? That would be stupid. You'd only get, like, a handful. Oh, my God. You could, you could like, roll that into your shirt or something if you wanted to. You don't even need a basket for that shit. I think you're wrong. I think baskets were basket size. Basket. What is basket size? Easter basket size. No, no. Yes. Baskets don't have to be Easter basket size. Okay, but when you say, like, just generally speaking, like, what do you think of as a basket? Like, instantly what pops into your head is Easter basket size. Unless we're talking about Bronze Age barley gathering. When do we talk about Bronze Age barley gathering except for right this very fucking minute? I was going to say, literally just a minute ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're an idiot. No, I'm right. You're wrong. Okay, whatever. She carried it back into town and showed it to her mother-in-law. Ruth also gave her the toasted grain that was left over from her meal. Oh, my. She gonna get fat. I guess. Not that I'm fat shaming because, shit, I eat that grain, too. Right. Give me some at lunch. Give me some at dinner. (laughs) Where'd you gather all this grain today, Naomi asked. Where'd you work? May the Lord bless the one who helped you. Right. Yeah. 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 
So Ruth told her mother-in-law about the man in whose field she had worked. What was Naomi doing oh, all day? Oh, I don't know. Painting her toenails? I mean, she's popular, so people probably just <laughs> gave her shit. Yeah. Ruth had to work for it. Yeah. Fucking Moabite. <laughs> she said, the man I work with today is named Boaz. Ooh, may the Lord bless him, <clears throat> Naomi told her daughter-in-law. Yeah. He's showing his kindness to us as well as to your dead husband. Mm-hmm. That man, remember your dead husband? Right. The one that's Don't dead. Don't forget. He's my son. Yeah. My son, your dead husband. Right. That man is one of our closest relatives, one of our family's redeemers. Redeemers, huh? He's, I mean, he's that got a means good he's name. a good one. Yeah, I guess. he's a good one. Okay, we'll keep him. Yeah, I mean, he does seem nice. He does. Like, so I'm far, t- I'm talking trash here. Right, but so but, far, like, he seems if, he seems if pretty I'm nice. Being fair, yeah. yeah, he's a cool guy for the time. Right, right. I, I wouldn't want to like sit down and have a beer with him or anything. I don't think there's many people from that time period I'd want to mm. sit down and have a beer with. Yeah, pretty much Just not saying. a one, not a one. Then Ruth said, what's more, Boaz even told me to come back and stay with his harvesters until the entire harvest is completed. Wow. I get to work even more. Yeah. They won't just give it to me because, you know, giving things but is But again, let's be honest. She's okay. probably yeah. very thankful she for this and thankful. it's good. I know. I know. Let's let's treat the Moabite nice. I'm just saying. We're I'm just be- saying. We're being nice to that Moabite. Right, right. Yeah. Good, Naomi exclaimed. Mm-hmm. Do as he said, my daughter. Stay with his young women right through the whole harvest. Yeah. Uh, I I will, but it, that's not yours to say. That's his to say. But I will. Right. Mom-in-law. Well, I mean, she was, I think they were both celebrating the goodness that, that was happening I know. I'm, I'm feeling uppity. I know you are. So I'm just prepared to, like, not find the joy in this kindness. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm like, oh, they're being nice to people by letting them eat. You're letting a, a certain... Thing get under your skin here I am, a little I bit, am. and, uh, and a, uh, a Twitter fest might 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 uh, might Twitter, involve a uh, Twitter Patreon bleeding. discussion at some point. Oh yeah, that should be our next Patreon discussion. Yeah, yeah. It sucks to be excluded. It really does. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all should, should sign, sign up. up. Yeah. Anyways, you <laughs> might be harassed in other fields. Continued Naomi, mm-hmm. but you'll be safe with him. Yeah, because those other fields, you know, they have they're rapey. I mean, they might be Israelites, but they're, they're rapey Israelites. And you are a Moabite. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Ruth worked alongside the women in Boaz's fields and gathered grain with them until the end of the barley harvest. I almost oh. said party because <laughs> barley party. party. <laughs> then she continued working with them through the wheat harvest oh, in early dang. summer. Wow. Holy shitballs. And got all- herself like a full-time gig, huh? No, man. Uh, eating all that grain stuff yeah barley wheat you know oh did you ever play that game okay there's only one sentence left but <laughs> did you ever play that i think it was called pit yes and it's where you're like shouting at each other you're shouting numbers of cards you're trying to to trade with each other for like yeah. barley and rye right yeah what was the other ones i don't even probably corn barley i'd have to look it up it's been a while since i played wheat. that game it, yeah. I love that game. Right. And my parents always laugh so hard because I, I take it very seriously. Yeah. And then, like, there's some people that play a variant where um, when you finally have, like, your full stock room or what the fuck ever, mm-hmm. you hang a spoon from your nose. Like, you grab a spoon from the middle of the table and you hang it from your nose. Mm-hmm. But you try to be quiet about it. Okay. And, like, then everybody else, like, finally they notice. And the last one to grab a spoon 
um, he's the loser. Or ah, yeah. I see. And so it's really fun because, you know, you're still shouting and somebody right. else is over there just quietly like with their spoon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. I love that game. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so she's doing all this harvesting barley and wheat, but probably not rye. And all the while she lived with her mother-in-law. The end. All the while. All the while. Okay. And still lives there to this day. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Well, that was Ruth Chapter 2. And tomorrow we'll be back for Ruth Chapter 3. We'll see you guys. Bye. Husband. Wife. Are you... Intro. Intro. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Sorry. I know we talked about Ruth. We did. We did. We talked about Ruth. Yeah. yeah. She did some gleaning. She gleaned. She gleaned. Okay. And um, her her husband's, I don't know, like friend or some shit. Oh, yeah. That, What's that, his oh, nuts? that's right. She was picking the crops and then that one dude kind of yeah. took kindly to her and kept her from being and, raped. Yeah. He told his guys, don't rape her. Right. And then he was like, stay, and then he had to tell him again. stay with us because if you go in different fields, they're kind of rapey over there. Right. But and he then did he have was to like, tell his guys boys, yeah. boys. Don't make me make you stop raping. Right, right. Yeah, I will turn this glean around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who sings this song? It's I, it's driving me nuts. Okay? okay. Every time we talk about these crops and shit. Yeah. Okay. It's, you picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille, with four hungry children and a crop in the field. You picked a fine time I have to leave no me, idea. Lucille. Only when I was a little kid and I heard it, yeah. I thought that he was saying, you left me with 400 children <laughs> instead of four hungry children. <laughs> and so every time um, we it's talk about... It's by Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers! No wonder I know it. Yeah, yeah. I love Kenny Rogers. Right, right. You gotta know when to hold them. And know when to fold them. Yeah, yeah. know when to walk away, know when to run, bitches. Right, right. Okay, run. Let's run into the next chapter. Yeah, let's do that. Which is Ruth chapter three. And this was apropos of nothing. Sorry, go by. Okay. Okay, so Ruth, chapter three. Yeah. Ruth and Boaz at the threshing floor. Okay. It sounds like um, everybody on the floor now <laughs> made my day, right? <laughs> no. No, because no. They're, they're going on the threshing floor. No, that's not made at my all day. what I had in my head no? at all. No. And even after you said it, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> the threshing floor. Some people have dancing floors. These They've people, got a threshing floor. They have a threshing floor. Sure. Other people have disco floors. Yeah, not mm-hmm. them. Nope. Or shag carpet floors. Psh, no, no, you got to get some of them threshing floors. <laughs> I want a threshing floor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Sorry. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One day, Naomi said to Ruth, no, Naomi was the mother-in-law. Yeah, I know. Husband. I'm just catching oh. listeners up. Okay, okay. Because we're like mid-story here. Yeah. You know? right. So Naomi's the mother-in-law. She lost her husband and two sons, one of which was married to Ruth, who stayed with Naomi. Right. Even though she's like, Ruth is a Moabit, Moabite bitch or some shit. Sure. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So anyway, Naomi said to Ruth, yeah. my daughter, it's time that I found a permanent home for you. 
Oh, so she's going to marry her off, huh? So that you will be provided for. That's, she's oh. going gonna to marry her off. Oh, she's going to make her marry that old man, Boaz. You think so? Mm-hmm. Mm. Boaz. Then she won't be a poor ass anymore. Boaz. <laughs> Sorry. Boaz. I had to do it again. Just one more. That was, I had to do it one more time. It was you bad know? both times. It was times. bad both times, yeah. Boaz, continued Naomi, is a very close relative of ours. <laughs> I told you. And he's been very kind by letting you gather green with yeah. his young women. Yeah. Tonight. 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 <laughs> What's the next line? I don't know. We are young. We are young, yes. Okay, tonight he will be winnowing barley at the barley party. What the fuck is winnowing barley? It's where you take the barleys off of the... The barley? <laughs> no. You, you, you pick... Is it for the barley party? It's the barley party, yes. It's where they pick the leaves off of the stems or some shit oh, like that. Okay. They're right. winnowing it. Got it. You know, the word winnow means, like, to consolidate, like, to make go down. Got it. Got it. In amount. So, tonight, Boaz, not the Poas, right. hot-ass old man will mm-hmm. be winnowing that barley okay. at the threshing floor. Yeah, the threshing He's floor. He's going to be dancing at the barley party. <laughs> <laughs> now, do as I tell you. Take a fucking bath. It does say take a bath. I right, added not the fucking. a fucking bath. Take a fucking bath and put on perfume because you stank. No, she yeah, just said gotta, put on I perfume. Gotta want, she says put on perfume. She said put on perfume. I wonder what perfume consisted of back then. Like what was perfume? Pardon perfume. 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 <laughs> back in the Bronze Age. Oh, day toilet. Like I'm, I'm, I'm honestly curious about that. I mean, probably different flowers and herbs. That probably. They created. Probably. Yeah. So like roses and shit. Okay. They just like rubbed it on themselves or something? Yes. Okay. And there are certain spots on your body um, that are pulse marks where because your pulse um, is closer to the surface of your skin, it warms the uh, the uh, essence of whatever that you put there. Mm-hmm. And so it like keeps it more lively or whatever. Got As, it. Um, what are those oils called? Um Essential oils? Essential oils play on that. Okay. Um, like the uh the heal thyself with crystals and fucking essential oils, like they totally <laughs> play on that and and they, they call it like like your energy and it no, it's just it like your wrist. Like you see a woman, right? Yeah. She she's putting on perfume, right? She rubs it on her wrist and mm-hmm. she rubs it behind her ears, right? Right. Those are both spots where your pulse is closer to the surface of the skin. Got it. That's all it is. Okay. So they rub their flowers there. Got it. That's it. If she wants to be real fancy, she might rub it on her twice. She thinks he might <laughs> be floating around down there, you know? Yeah. That yeah. smell good for your man. Right. Okay. So she said, take a fucking bath and put on some perfume because you stank and dress in your nicest goddamn clothes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when I'm about to go out to the threshing floor, yeah, I don't put on the good clothes, but I don't need to be told. Take a fucking bath. But, I mean, okay, to be fair, they probably only took a bath, like, once a week or Right, whatever. yeah, it was I'm, different. I know, like, I know. It's, it's a I'm, special I'm, occasion thing, you know? I'm being privileged and ridiculous. Right. Okay? Right. Uh, this is just me putting on a little. Okay? I mean, not everybody has a rock that water spouts out of. Uh, that is true. You only know? Moses had that Yeah, one. exactly. True. He was very privileged. I right, guess. yeah. Okay, after you stop being stinky, go to the threshing floor. But... Don't let Boaz see you until he has finished eating and drinking. Hmm. Okay. 
So basically, we're about to get into, okay, I, I want you to doll yourself up and then play mind games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is where we're going with this. Okay. I'm going to sell your ass off to somebody <clears throat> because you are nothing more than a prostitute to me. <laughs> because society run by men have stated as such. It was very important to her yes. in that time and place. Okay, I know. She it was wanted, very important to her that she got taken care she of. She wanted to take care of her. And the only way that is possible, the only possible way right. is to have a man buy and fuck her. Sure. Yes. That is gross. I that, agree. I'm sorry. I agree. Uh, no apologies here. No, I, I, I agree. That's the way it was. Okay. Be sure to notice where he lies down. Then go and uncover his feet. His feet. <laughs> his feet. And lie down there. He's got foot fetish. Lie down there. there. He will tell you what to do. Wait, 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 wait. How does she know this? I think they've been talking. I think Boaz is like, <laughs> like what the fuck her, is this? You get her smelling good and get her at my feet and I will take care of the rest. Or, okay? you know, maybe he's got a reputation. Mm, that, could be. that could be. Yeah. Or they like they asked around. I mean, yeah. she was really popular when they came back into town. That's so. true. Just saying. Maybe she's been with Boaz. I don't she's know. Like, I know what Boaz. <laughs> I know what Boaz wants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a song for everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he will tell you what to do. Okay? okay. All right. And you know what Ruth said? What did Ruth say? I will do everything you say because I don't have a fucking choice. Right, right. The last that I added, she just said, I will do everything you say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Ruth went down to the threshing floor, partied her ass off. Just kidding. She went <laughs> down to the threshing floor that night and followed the instructions of her mother-in-law. I'm so curious to see what the fuck happens with this dude's feet. Right. No, I'm I'm kind of. I'm on the I'm edge of my know seat myself, here. You know? Okay. After Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits. Yeah. So a little drunk. Yeah, sure. Okay. He lay down at the far end of the pile of grain and went to sleep. Because we all sleep on our grain. Yeah. Sure. That I gleaned all day. Right. Then Ruth came quietly, <clears throat> uncovered his feet, and lay down. Okay. Around midnight, I'd be worried that he would kick me. Because, <laughs> like. Sorry. <laughs> um. Me and you, we kick a lot in our sleep. Yeah. We're like, yeah. move the fuck over. Right. Get on your side. No. Yeah. I would not sleep at anybody's feet. They're too kicky. Okay. <clears throat> around midnight, Boaz suddenly woke up and turned over. Okay. He's surprised to find a woman lying at his feet. I mean, I might be too. Yeah. You know. Who are you? He asked. Yeah. I'm your servant, Ruth. She replied. Hello. <laughs> Spread the corner of your covering over for me, for you are my family redeemer. What? She's like, let me in your fucking bed and fuck me. Damn. Damn. She's very forward. Right? He was like, the Lord bless you, my daughter. <laughs> Boaz exclaimed. You are showing even more family loyalty now than you did before. For you have not gone after a younger man, whether rich or poor. Oh, my God. Now, don't worry about a thing, my daughter. Oh, wow. I will do what is necessary. For everyone in town knows you are a virtuous woman. But while it's true that I am one of your family redeemers, there is another man who is more closely related to you than I am. Stay here tonight and in the morning I will talk to him. Oh, my God. They are passing this girl around. Well, it doesn't sound like they're doing anything. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I. I, so far, like just to give him the benefit of the doubt, so far he has been pretty good to her. Let me just. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. 
so far. He doesn't send her out the room. Right. No, I know. What do you think she's doing in there? He's passing her around. I don't know. He's trying her out. Okay. And he's saying, I'm going to fuck you, but I'm not going to spread rumors about you because you're part of the family. I'll make sure that even though I fuck you and try you out. I mean, that would be my assumption. Yes. But. That's what he is saying. It doesn't actually say that. But that is what he's saying. It's implied. All right. Okay. Whatever. So anyway, I know a guy. In the morning, I will talk to him. If he is willing to redeem you, redeem you. What the fuck is this redeeming shit? Women ain't worth shit till they get redeemed, okay. don't you know? All right. Very well. Let him marry you. Okay? Mm-hmm. But if he is not willing, if he is not willing, then as surely as the Lord lives, I will redeem you myself. Maybe redeeming is, because she, she was already married, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe redeeming is taking on a woman who was already married. Okay. Maybe. I don't and, know. And I mean, making her not a burden on society, but now you're, yay, now you're a you're redeeming her. bunny again. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I am it could be wrong about that, but it, it might sounds, be worth looking that up because, I mean, yeah. that's, they keep using that word, no, redeemer. No, that, that is true. That is true. But listen, he says, if... He don't redeem you. I will redeem you myself. Okay. Now, lie down here until morning. Okay. He fucked. They fucked. Just saying. Doesn't say anything like that, but, you know. So, Ruth lay at Boaz's feet until ah, the morning. See? She lay at his feet. Didn't you tell me that sometimes feet is a euphemism for oh, penis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He Jeez. fucked her so hard. Wow. And that, I'm exactly right. No, I did. Yeah, I, I looked that up and... and there was somebody, yeah, the, they use feet as a euphemism for penis a lot. Yeah. That's, he uh, fucked her hard to try her out, and now he's going to talk to his guy, and he's going to let him try her out. I mean, you're probably right. And he, because she is part of the family, he's like, but I'm not going to make you a common prostitute and sell you around. Right, right. I'm not going to pimp you. Okay. I'm going to hook you up. But, I mean, we got to taste you first. Sure, yeah. Totally. You got it. You got to taste it before you buy it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. This is exactly what happened. Okay. You right. know I'm right. Okay. All right. If anybody out there wants to tell me I'm wrong, you can. But I want to understand how you came to that conclusion. And a, it can't be boring. B, it can't be based on opinion because we already have opinion, and that is mine. <laughs> you are to come with the facts. But C, um, don't be all like up my business, like overly scholastic. Like you should know. Cause... Well, but we should look this up and okay, the, right, uh, right, Q and A. You know, like, yes, absolutely. And I plan to. I'm just saying, like, I don't mind somebody trying to help me out and educate me. Just don't be a fucking dick about it. Sure, sure. Okay, so there we go. Okay, so anyway, um, so she lay there till morning. Okay, but she got up before it was light enough for people to recognize each other. For Boaz had said. No one must know that a woman was here on the threshing floor. <laughs> That'd be bad. So why didn't he send her away? Because he fucked her. Right, right. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're right, probably. Kay. Then Boaz said to her, bring your cloak and spread it out. He measured six scoops of barley into the cloak and placed it on her back. Okay. He paid her off. Right. For, yeah. the, for the sex. That's uh, Okay. Yeah. Then he returned to the town. When Ruth went back to her mother-in-law, Naomi asked, what happened, my daughter? (laughs) Did we get a good price for you? (laughs) Ruth told Naomi everything Boaz had done for her. And she added, he gave me these six scoops of barley and said, don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. Right. 
I paid good for your sex. Your sex yeah. was good. It was good. So here is some barley for you. Sure. Yeah. Give it to Mama Naomi. Yep. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then Naomi said to her, just be patient, my daughter, until we hear what happens. The man won't rest until he has settled things today. Mm, okay. The end. Oh, so we got to we gotta wait, wait till, till the next tomorrow. chapter to find out what gets settled, huh? And she, she's or not. getting married off. Yeah, she's getting married off. She's getting sure. married off to somebody. Yeah. The question is, is it a rapey son of a gun or is it the old man that's taking care of her? Right, right. But somebody is going to fuck her whether she likes it or not. And she's stuck with that dude for life. Yeah. The end. Yeah. All right. Well, so I mean, that's that's uh, I mean, good for her. Like, it could be I worse. Kinda, I kind of am having I'm struggling with the relevance of this book. Like it's to teach that if you are a virtuous woman. Yeah. And you, you always can be redeemed. If you always do the goodest things. Yeah. Then your lot in life will it, it'll still suck, but it'll suck less. Got it. Got it. If you just always do good. Take the rapings. Don't complain. Be Always, loyal to your your mother-in-law. And you know. don't stink. Right. Follow yeah. all the fucking rules. Be sweet. Be beautiful. You're Always. right. You're right. Yeah. That's, that's what this is about. It's yeah. about girls behaving. Yeah, you're right. So that your life sucks slightly less. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, speaking of, uh, we should probably just at least touch on this today, that, um, you know, mm-hmm. the, the predetermined uh, judgment that the... The SCOTUS, SCOTUS is going to make yeah. about uh, Roe v. Wade. Um, that that whole thing came out this morning, yeah. and uh, no, that came out last night. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, I mean, it hit the news this morning. It hit the news so. cycle this morning, but there were people <clears throat> outside the Supreme Court at four a.m. <laughs> protesting already. Right, this morning being Tuesday. 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 We're recording on Tuesday. It's now Wednesday when you were really, oh, when you yeah, guys were listening yeah, to this. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. yeah, so Tuesday it came out, but yeah. uh, um. Yeah, so that happened today. It's kind of interesting that we're talking about a woman in the Bible and Losing this is what's going bodily on. Bodily autonomy. Right. And yeah. her her whole her whole lot in life is based on zero bodily autonomy. Right. And doing and what men have, and other people want her to do. Yeah. And and we live in the greatest country in the world and are about to be no better than Are we the greatest country in the world though? Uh, that's what I've been told. That's what the Republicans tell me. I mean, I. They tell me this is the best fucking. I want planet. it to be the greatest country in the world. They tell me this is the best fucking country on the planet. I think we have the capability of being the best country in the world. Sure. But. But if we are saying we're the best country in the world and we are still treating our women the way they were treated in the Bronze Age, right? We are not the best country in the world. Or if we are, my God, right. what a dumb planet. Yeah. No, I, I, I get you. And, and and honestly, like, this couldn't be more related to religion, mm-hmm. you know, this whole thing going on. So I think that's why I'm a little bit more cynical and heated and ridiculous today. Because right. I'm just not, like, okay, if I'm being Truck honest. Truck and no bullshit. Huh? Truck and no bullshit today. Truck and no bullshit. Well, if I'm being honest, I um, stayed up all night um, when I saw that start coming in over the Twitters. Um, you were already asleep. Yeah. But I was awake and I... Just, I was distraught. I, I was, I spent the night crying. No, I don't think you're alone. I mean, Elizabeth Warren today reacted she very much like very you did. shook. And I mean, I we went to a protest today. We like, went to a know, protest and, downtown Dayton today. And I read, uh, read somewhere today that the turnout for the voting for the primaries today was the biggest turnout in the last. Okay, I'm about like, to ask a very ignorant question, but okay. I like to learn. Sure. Um, 
Was it just Ohio's primary, or was no, it like primaries no, across the U.S.? I'm pretty sure it was primaries across the U.S. Okay, I I don't know. Yeah, so, it's uh, what okay. is, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure this was a across the U.S. Across everybody the US thing, yeah. has their primaries on the same day. Uh, voting days on the same days, yeah. Okay, something like that. So, okay. I but could be was, I could be wrong. But, but you said I'm it was the sure highest national across the country that it's ever been, or I, at least in Ohio. Oh, okay. I don't I don't know about across the country, but but at least definitely in Ohio, in Ohio from what I read. So. How much greater? Uh, that I couldn't tell you. I, I only looked at the fact that it was greater. Um, you mentioned something on the way home from the protest that had already crossed my mind as well that I think is worth mentioning. That, okay. Um, not to lose sight of all of this tragedy that is happening, and it is tragic. Yeah. It did not escape either of us separately that this happened right before. Oh, an yeah, election abysmal. Day. An abysmal. Yeah. So. No, I I mean, I obviously part of this was probably. Orchestrated. Orchestrated. But. By the who, I don't know. By people that I agree with, I'll, I'll grant you. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, the clerk, the clerk who risked their life to make sure this got, not life, but, well, maybe their life, but their job, their career. Right. Yeah. To make sure that this got leaked. Yeah. That, no, I mean, it's. Could you imagine being a whistleblower like that? I, I think in this day and age, it's almost required because there's so much shit that's trying to be flown under the radar that's happening that we have to have somebody that's going to tell us this stuff. Well, I feel like I this is probably getting more into like a Patreon episode, but while we're here, yeah. it, this is fresh. This it's is it's today. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like sometimes... You have to follow the, the spirit of the law or the letter of the law. Yeah. Because that's how we, you know, maintain a civilized society where we all work together. Right. Right. Like, we all agree that we stop at the red signs. Yeah. You know, period. The end. You don't run a red light. Right. 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 But you do sometimes run a red light. Like, for example, the day I was having a miscarriage, my husband at that time, yeah. not you. Drove through a red light because it was the spirit of the law that, you know. Right. If there's no, like, you can, you, we've all been at a red light where you mm -hmm. can obviously go through it and it's like, okay. And given the circumstances, that was probably the right call. Well, duh. Yeah. So. It, it, we were on our way to the hospital in right. case that wasn't clear. Right, right, right. right. And, and, you know, I mentioned the miscarriage merely because. Uh, last week, somebody in some southern ass red motherfucking state was arrested um, because she had a miscarriage. Right, right. And I believe she was let out like within two days, but spent a couple days in jail or maybe it was just a couple hours even, but spent some time in jail yeah. after suffering a miscarriage yep. for having had the miscarriage right. that she may or may not have induced. But my God, yeah, has she not suffered enough just by... Enduring that, right. I am here yeah. to tell you, having yeah. suffered more than one miscarriage, they're not fun, even for an unplanned pregnancy. Right. They are painful. They are uncomfortable. Fuck you, is all I got to say. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yep. God. So, um, I forgot where I was going with that and what I was asking. Right. But, um, so. I guess that's it. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to touch on this. Like you said, we're going to probably do a Patreon episode that's going to touch on this at this point because it's such a, and I'll, a hot button issue right at the moment. Yeah, I'll and have my. Very my, related to religion. Yeah. So, I will know. have my notes a little more in order. In, in order, and I won't be quite as scattered and hot off the cuff. 
Yeah, I I'm hope just, I'm I hope. very tired and I'm very emotional and distraught. And I hope that I hope that a lot of our listeners out there will consider participating in protests and and contacting their um, elected officials and letting people know that this is not okay. This is not okay. Because I think that is the most important thing that we can do right now is just stand up and say the words. Yeah. And and, and men, make sure we're heard. Men, we need you. Oh, Men, yeah. we need you bad. Definitely. You have got to do it. You have got to put aside your fucking pride and you've got to go to the goddamn protest you've got to yeah i held a pink sign today on the news so well, you know. <laughs> yeah so just just fucking do it okay we yeah, need you just do it and and for everybody out there who is suffering i feel you you're not alone um this isn't something i normally get into like i don't want to get touchy-feely with you because that's not what this is about but i think that there are a lot of women out there right now and I don't know the proper vocabulary. I don't mean to um, disinclude any um, people of any gender who may be suffering or feeling this. Right. So, well, and, and that's just, I mean, even this is a stepping stone for it to affect many other things in our society. Right. So, and it was even alluded to in Alito's, the, yeah. Alito's uh, statement. Right. Talked about uh, gender, queer, um, the LGBTQ community right. and, and. You know, right after that is is race, racial marriages. Essentially, what marriages. it says is they're coming for us. They're coming for all of us. Yeah, and you're you're okay to be feeling what you're feeling if, if it's angry, if it's scared, if it's you know worried. You're not alone. We're we're all here feeling it, and yep. and it's okay to feel that. And, Definitely, and to not know what the words are. Because I I clearly don't know the fucking words. So (laughs) on that note. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Peace, guys. All right. We'll see you tomorrow for uh, chapter four, Four. which is the final chapter in Ruth. Yeah. And we'll we'll be finishing yet another book. Nice. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? More Ruth. More Ruth. (laughs) Yeah. No, not specifically, no. Oh, oh wait, no, 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 no. I do. Okay. Um, she laid at his feet, penis, um, on the threshing floor. <laughs> feet, penis, yeah, huh? Yeah, feet, penis. <laughs> Boaz is the... Boaz, yeah, that Boaz. guy. Yeah, sorry. But he's not a Boaz. Right, no. Boaz, but not that's a what, Boaz. But that's what happened, right? Yeah. Okay. And then he was like, now that I tried you out... I might sell you off, but I might not. I'm going to pass you around, and right. if there are any takers, I'll make sure they're good... And you can marry them, and then you're redeemed. If not, I'll marry you my damn self, because you was fine. Right. Okay. All right. So today we are doing the last chapter of Ruth, which is... Mm -hmm. Chapter four. All right. Let's get into this. Okie dokie. Okay. Ruth, chapter four. Sorry, I was stumbling because what I want to say is I kind of wish that this came with a spoiler alert. Why? Because do you want to know what happens? That's what the section is called. Uh, okay, sure. I mean, we got, we got to read the section title. I know. So. It's just that, like, do I really need to read it? This section is called Boaz Marries Ruth. Oh, well, I guess that answers that question, huh? I'm just like... Well, I mean, it's not like they're trying to hide shit. No, just, you, you know. left me on a cliffhanger at the end of last chapter. Right. And then you're like, just kidding, here it is. But now Here's we got to figure out how it happens, though. 
Are from you interested? You know? I'm not. <laughs> I was looking forward to finding out who she marries, and they just gave it away. Yeah. Right yeah. in the name of the chapter title. Right. Like, why didn't they just call the whole book of Ruth book like Ruth marries Boaz? I just I don't think that this book's all about cliffhangers. That's all. Okay. I don't think they're trying to keep you in suspense. I'm just telling you my feelings on the matter. No, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. All right. So sorry for, and for the a purely like entertainment and, and an entertainer's perspective. I can see. Yeah, that sucks because we just gave away our whole fucking podcast. I know. Sorry for the spoilers, yeah, you guys. Right? Okay. Well, now the question begs: Do I put that in the um the you have summary to. of the chapter? Yeah, you have to, or you know, the podcast summary? No, you definitely have to. I have to. Yeah. Even though it That's gives what it we've away. done every time. Oh my god, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Spoilers. I'm so sorry, you guys. Okay, here we go. Here's okay. how it happened. Here's how it happened. Boaz, not a poas, went to the town gate and took a seat there. Just then, the family redeemer he had mentioned, you know, the oh yeah, the other guy homie, that's you know, yeah, came by. So Boaz, not a poas, called out to him, "Come over here and sit down, friend. I'm going to talk to you." Yeah. Yeah, I bet he does. <laughs> I got this hot chick. So they sat down together. Then Boaz, not a Poas, called 10 leaders from the town and asked them to sit as witnesses. Okay. This is a, a glorified pimp slash um, gang rape thing. I don't think so. They, they didn't say that Ruth is there. No, they're discussing who's going to marry this bitch. Right, but it's just the one person because he's family. I know, but it's gross and I hate it. Okay. I don't. I, hate I don't it. think. I think you're giving it too... Much hate here. These though. men are deciding which of them gets to fuck Ruth right, regularly. Right, 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 right. But I again, the guy's been respectful the whole time. Except for that he fucked her. Ruth did lay, you know. She had no choice. Why did she she only what do you mean she had no choice? She had no choice. She has to in order to have a halfway decent life. Oh, okay. But yeah, she has to within win a those, husband. But, but within those guidelines, though, it, you're right. You're you right. Know. She could have chosen. So I will be homeless and starve to death. No, it's, it's, I'm just saying it's a different world. That's all. That's is it? All. Is it a different world? Is it a different world? Because I still feel like today, not you, but I still feel like men are like get in the kitchen and make me a goddamn sandwich. Got it. Pick yeah. up, pick, pick up those barley party leaves. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. I just feel like that's the way it is. So, okay. was it different times? I, I don't know. Okay. And Boaz said to the family redeemer, "You know Naomi, who came back from Moab, she is selling the land that belonged to our relative Elimelech." Okay. Okay. Uh huh. I thought I should speak to you about it so that you can redeem it if you wish. Oh, oh so he's talking to. Oh, so he's this talking is, about marrying Naomi off, maybe. No, I don't think so. I think this is... I don't know. No, because... It's Naomi's land. Naomi is the mother-in-law. Okay. And it used to belong to Elimelech. And, you know, she is just a stupid woman. She can't own it. So he's, like, trying to figure out... But it could be the, the dowry land. that Ruth would have because... Sure. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. So if you want the land, then buy it here in the presence of these witnesses. But if you don't want it, let me know right away because I am next in line to redeem it after you. Got it, got it. It sounds like it's the land so, and Ruth. Right. Naomi yeah. is selling the land and Ruth. Right, right. That is gross. Yeah. That is really gross. Yeah. The man replied, all right, I'll redeem it. Then Boaz oh. told him, of course, your purchase of the land from Naomi also requires that you marry Ruth, the Moabite widow. Oh, and nobody See? wants to marry a Moabite. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Moabites. Well, I mean, I think that it was... 
you know, marrying a widow and mm-hmm. and at that a foreign widow was probably pretty frowned frowned upon. Sure. Based on what I know of, you know. So that way she can have children who will carry on her husband's name, Elimelech. Right. And keep the land in the family. I guess. Yeah. I guess <sighs> given the times he is being awfully decent. Right. Right. Okay. It's just still gross. I'm just saying. Then, uh, excuse me, I can't redeem it, the family redeemer replied, because this might endanger my own estate. (laughs) (laughs) You redeem the land. I cannot do it. Right, right. Now, in those days, it was the custom in Israel for anyone transferring a right of purchase to remove his sandal and hand it to the other party. I remember that. That was, yeah, uh, yeah they, they've covered that before. And sometimes they Wait, put their that, hand on each other's thighs. Hold on, the removing of the sandal, though, wasn't that something to do with a woman of some type? Like, oh, yeah, because it was when, yes, it, they talked about this in one of the, in, in Leviticus, I think, where mm-hmm. the if if the um, person that was next in line to take the, the oh, woman for the, didn't want it. For the divorce and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah they you're right. They would take their sandal off and then, remo- and, you know. Yeah. So and this I, is going back to that. Yeah. And and since the, apparently this guy that he was talking to, he was first in line. Mm-hmm. But Boaz is like the more, you know, wealthy one. So that's right. who they were trying to hook him up, hook her up with. Right. And and then so Boaz was like, hey, do you want it? And he was like, no. So now he's got to give a sandal up. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Because it was something like you, you're so you're so something like you're so low that you, you don't even have a sandal to your name or some shit like that. It was just mostly symbolic. It was from symbolic. What I understood, yeah. 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 So anyway, he handed it to the other party. This publicly validated the transaction. Right. So the other family redeemer drew off his sandal as he said to Boaz, you buy the land. <laughs> okay. Then Boaz said to the elders and to the crowd standing around. Oh, crowd. Crowd. Damn. Yeah. They're doing this. I guess they didn't have Netflix back then. They so did not. We discussed gotta watch this those sandal before. transfers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was probably like really exciting. Probably, the, yeah. Because it probably didn't happen very often. I'm sure. You are witnesses today, says Boaz. Yeah. That I have bought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech, Killian, and Milan. Yeah. And with the land, I have acquired Ruth. Acquired. Acquired her. <laughs> the Moabite widow of Milan to be my wife. Okay. This way she can have a son to carry on the family name of her dead husband. And to inherit the family property here in this hometown, you are all witnesses today. So it stays in the family. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot okay. about that. Right. Yeah. That they were allowed to keep the land, the women, but they have to marry in the clan in order to do so. Right. Right. So somebody yeah, got married. This is all harkening back to things that were already I forgot. Covered. It's kind of neat that like they laid all this out. And then they're giving us And now example. they're giving us a story of this is how it works in practice. Right. Right. Yeah. I like that. Then the elders and all the people standing in the gate replied, We are witnesses! May the Lord make this woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah, from whom all the nation of Israel descended! Yeah! So that, that what you're imagining is going on there? They're so excited. They are pumping their fists. May like, you prosper! They got their, their foam fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, number one. <laughs> May you prosper in Ephrathah and be famous in Bethlehem! What? what is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that they didn't be like, I mean, the Lord, blah, 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 blah. You never know. I don't know. They probably did. I think that the Bible is a lot more somber than you give it credit oh, for. Oh, probably too. boring fucks. <laughs> but it would be boring if we read it that way. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so they're still shouting over here, okay? Yeah, okay. And may the Lord give your descendants by this very young woman who will like be like one of our ancestor Peru. 
Judah! Okay. Okay. Yeah, I messed it up a little bit, but you get the gist. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now they're done. They're done. Okay. <laughs> Does that mean like do they still have to have a ceremony ceremony that they're married or are they just automatically married? I think they're married. Okay. Yeah. They're married now. Oh, okay. That was the wedding. That was it. The wedding of her dreams. The sandal. And then the, I mean, buy, it the is buying a, of the land. It is a second wedding. Like, I'm buying the land. Okay, there you go. Nobody you celebrates mind. a You're second mind. wedding. No? Except for us. <laughs> <laughs> so Boaz took Ruth into his home and she became his wife. Okay. That's yeah, it. That's it. When he slept with her, the Lord enabled her to become pregnant. The oh. Lord did, not science. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. She gave birth to a son. How do they know the Lord allowed her to become pregnant? Because it was good. If it's good, oh. the Lord made it happen. Okay, okay. You get credit for nothing, nor does science. Well, if it was bad, it would also be the Lord making her not be pregnant. Or it might be that you were such a fuck nuts. Right, this right. is what you get, Which and is, it's karma. Again, the Lord, you know, doing that because you suck. Mm, I think, unless it specifically says, and the Lord frowned on them and did many bad punishments at them. Yeah. I think if it doesn't specifically state that... It's just like, mm, you had it coming, bitch. Gotcha. gotcha. I think it's more like he's going, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then the women of the town said to Naomi, praise the Lord who has now provided a redeemer for your family. Yeah. Woo, woo. May this child be famous in Israel. Oh. Well, I mean, he does get famous. He's does in the he? fucking Bible. Well, I mean, yeah. We're reading about his ass 2,000 years later. Yeah. Right? Yeah. May he restore your youth and care for you in your old age. That's what we all wish for our children. Yeah. Just take care of me. Right. Or knock me off and save the money. (laughs) For he is the son of your daughter-in-law who loves you and has been better to you than seven sons. I mean. Whatever. Okay. It's just a weird thing to say. I mean, they're trying. They they always say these. They always say these grandiose things about, you know, things that are going on. It makes me wonder, like, thank God. That Ruth's husband, um, Mal- Malon, whatever, died before she already had before she had kids. Because then she would be not just a widow, not just a Moabite, but then she would also be a woman with, you know, more baggage. Yeah. yeah. So it's good that her first child was with this rich fuck. Right. Right. Naomi took the baby and cuddled him to her breast. That's a boob. Yes, indeed. You're a boob. And she cared for him as if he were her own. Oh, yeah. Because I was thinking, wait, Naomi had a baby? No, no. That's her grandson, right? Yeah. Okay. So she's snuggling him to her boob. That's weird, isn't it? Isn't that kind of weird? Would you want your mother-in-law, you know, milking your baby? You know what? I I'm think I'm reading it wrong. Okay. I don't think it is boob. I think just chest. Okay. Like, she just snuggled him. Good. Got it. All right. I think. That would be really weird. I think I was being weird about it. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I think she just snuggled him right good as you do your grandbabies. Right. Okay. And cared for him as if he were her own. The neighbor women said, now at last Naomi has a son again. Wait. Wait, what? Why does Naomi have a son? It's Ruth and Boaz's son. It, yeah. Hold on. What the fuck? I Hold don't, on. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. the Lord who has now made this child be famous in Israel. May he restore. He's the son of your daughter-in-law. Who loves you and has been better to you than seven sons. This little baby boy that's your grandson is going to replace your two fucking sons that died. Got it. He's the rainbow so baby. So he's, he's grandson and son. Mm-hmm. He's, grandson he's like- and son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's like the man of the house. So he's everybody in that house's son. Right. Okay. Uh, so he's got a, she's got a son again. And they named him Obed. 
like Obadiah. Okay. But not the whole thing. Just Obed. Got it. Oh, bed. That's what I say every night. I don't I recognize love that game so, name, so I mean, I don't know that he's that famous in the Bible. Right. But but I mean, he's in it. He's Are in you? It. I'm not in the Bible, no. So you're not famous. I am, you know, on a podcast where we're reading the Bible. Right. But I'm but not in the Bible. you're not in the Bible. Yeah, I would have to give so him a time machine to Obed is more famous than you are because he is in a historical document. And if I had a time machine, I'd probably go back and burn the first Bible. Oh, my God. Just to, you know. <laughs> that was a bit much. Like, that's well, I mean, close to book how, banning. Just think of how much you book could burning. save, how much trouble you could save if you just got rid of that I first mean, one, you know? Yeah. I just, I don't know. The the writer in me and the lover of books and the First Amendment yeah. and freedom of speech and stuff, like, that side of me is like, oh, don't burn a book, even mm. if. But that one. I know, I know. I'm telling you, I'm at war. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I am at war within myself. I am holding two opposing ideas, and they are not sitting good at the table. Okay? Okay. He became the father of Jesse. Oh, And wait. the grandfather what? of David. Okay. This is the genealogical record <gasps> of their ancestor, Perez. Got it. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Amenadab. Amenadab was the father of Nishan. Nishan was the father of Salmon, or Salmon, depending on which kind of fish you eat. Right. Salmon was the father of Boaz, <coughs> another Boaz who's not a Poaz. Okay. Oh, I mean, no, this was This the, was Boaz. Yeah, this is our Boaz. It's it. our Boaz. Yeah. Yeah. He was the father of Obed. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of David. And David's going to be a king that we learn about in the future. Yeah, so they do the line. The line to let us know. Right. Don't forget, this is how they all come together and how everybody fits like a fucking puzzle. So do you get it now? I get it. Okay. And also, real quick, I have to apologize. I've been sick lately, so I I apologize for the coughing. It's a leftover sickness. I hate it so much. Oh, I know. I know. I hate your cough. Yeah. It's just, it's so inconvenient. Sometimes, like, you'll you'll ask me a question, and I'll start to answer, and then you cough, and I have to wait till you finish. Like, I'm oh, literally I can see the disdain staring, on your face. I'm staring yeah. at you, waiting for you to finish coughing yeah. so that you can hear my answer. No, I know, I know. I fucking hate it. Yeah. And then you just And keep... if I was a better, you know, like, you know, at doing this podcast shit, I would mm-hmm. go back and edit those things out, but I, That's know. a step too far. <laughs> yeah. You go too far, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I think that's good. So That was it? Yeah, that's it. Wait, so, that's all of Ruth, huh? That's all of Ruth. That's it. Got it. So uh, I guess tomorrow we're going to be doing our Q&A slash wrap-up for mm-hmm. Ruth. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, and, and, and we're not really sure Saturday, what we're doing Saturday exactly, maybe? I think on Saturday we discussed maybe doing a um, just a discussion bonus episode, and we'll see what we do with that and how okay. that relates to... We'll, we'll surprise you. Just, we'll surprise you. Yeah, Come, you just know, hang Saturday. around. Hang around. Some, you'll, something. You'll see. You'll see. All okay. right. So for today, that is it. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember where the fuck we are? We are at the end of Ruth. We are. That's amazing. It we is- finished yet another book of the bible it's the eighth book it's the eighth book what the fuck i know we are reading the bible and we are getting through the bible like we can actually now say eight books in like we didn't stop we didn't give up like no we're reading the bible you know what else is fucked up what we actually know some shit now about the bible not nearly as much as we thought we did no but yes wait what what does that make even any sense (laughs) i'm just saying like we're learning things but like every time i learn things like 
it's frustrating because there's so much more to learn and it all overlaps. Right, right. So. Definitely. But we're having fun. It is so fun and interesting. I can't wait to do this episode. Yeah. So what are we doing today? We are doing a um, Book of Ruth wrap-up kind of thing. Like, we always do a bonus at the end. Yeah. As well as a Q&A to cover it because it was only four chapters long. Okay. So we're just cramming the Q&A and the wrap-up all in one episode. I mean, this was a short book, so. It was a short book, but this um, might not be a completely short episode just because I'm covering both. Got you it. know what I mean? The book as well as the chapters in the book. Right, right. Okay. So. Uh, well, are we ready to get into this then? I am so ready. I'm psyched. All right, let's go do this. Okay. Okay, so we are doing the Book of Ruth. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So let's talk about the book itself before we get into the chapters of the book. Okay, so okay. like a general overview? Kind of. Before okay. we even talk about the overview, let's talk about like the history and the author and the time period and shit like that. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so you know how there's a group of books that com- are they comprise the um, historical books? Yeah, sure. Like I can't historical remember. books. I'm not sure exactly what you. I can't. I can't remember the other categories. I probably should have looked that up. Sorry. <laughs> okay, but you know how the Deuteronomistic writers and then the other writers, right? You know how there's like all these different like yeah, yeah, groups yeah. of books, the different writers that wrote the Bible, right? Well, not just writers, but groups of groups of them. writers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So one of those is considered the quote historical books. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not because they are actually historically accurate. Okay. That's just what they're called. Okay. For whatever reason. All right. Generally because they provide histories, even though it's not history, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. His- story histories. Okay. Okay. So the historical books are composed of 12 or more books of the Old Testament. And it's the or more that I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Because I thought that, like, the Bible was the Bible. Then I thought, oh, I didn't know that the Catholics had, like, their own Bible where it's the Bible plus some but minus others. Right. And then I didn't know that some other, like, the Jewish Bible has a lot of plus some minus others. And then I didn't know that there were other Christian religions that are the Bible plus some minus other books. So I learned more. Okay. Uh, there's more books. We're going to be like in the quote unquote Bible for like ever, probably until we like die or something. <laughs> um, so anyway, the historical books are 12 books in the Protestant Bible, but several other books that are not in the Hebrew Bible, but are in the Catholic and Orthodox oh Bible. Oh my God, I'm right? so fucking lost yeah, right now. I know, what? I know. Okay, so there's 12 books Okay, that comprise the historical books. Okay, the sure. historical group. Okay. okay. Most I of wasn't those, expecting this to be difficult. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, it will, uh, we will move along in a minute. I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my mind around the fact that Ruth is part of this group of books that the majority of them are in what we know of as the Bible. Okay. But a lot of the books in this group are also not in. <laughs> what we refer to as the Bible. And there are other books in this group that are not in our Bible. 
in the Protestant Bible. Yeah, when I say our, what I mean is, yeah, the Protestant Bible that, like, if you go to the bookstore in America. And buy a Bible. And buy a, a fucking Bible. Right. Right? Okay. That's what I mean. Not the King James. No, never the King James. <laughs> never the King. That's, that's what a lot of fucking Baptists read because they're fucking right. ignorant. Yeah, but anyways. Sure. So just learning that Ruth is part of this group that have other books that we're not going to read in the next few years because they're not in this Bible. Interesting. Yeah. That's why I was like, wait, what? Huh. Okay. So the books provide a collection of stories about the Israelites spanning nearly a millennium. Wow. Yeah. From their conquest of Canaan, which, you know, that's sure. what we've been doing. Yeah. All the way until the return to Zion in 539 BCE. Wow. I don't even know what that means. Because well, Zion is Israel, basically. See, I didn't know that because I've heard the word, but I don't like... I could be slightly wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure Zion is Israel. I, I really, I mean, I guess we'll get there. Right, right. <laughs> kind of thing. And see, that's what makes it really hard to like research all of this and figure out what's what because we don't even know what books we're fucking talking about here right now. Sure. And yeah. we don't know yet what's going to happen that sometimes gets referenced and like we're expected to just kind of hold these random details until we get there. Got it. Yeah. So, okay. I'm sorry. I'm like really excited because my brain just exploded <laughs> and I, I went into like research orgasm here. Got okay. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So modern scholars think that what reliable material can be found in these books, mm -hmm. which is questionable. Reliable material, meaning what? Meaning, okay. So like, you know how um, the Avengers takes place in New York City. Yeah. Okay, so a reliable fact from that is that New York City is a place. Okay, sure. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at <laughs> right, here. Right. Okay. Like, How dare you insinuate that Spider-Man and Captain America are not real? Right. And that's what How a lot you? of that's what a lot of people would say <laughs> about the Bible. There there are things in the Bible that do exist outside of the Bible, but that doesn't mean that everything in the Bible elsewise is real. Oh, my Got head's it? spinning I know. a little bit. I know, but they think that what little reliable material can be found in these books, yeah. like these 12 books that I'm going to list in a minute here, okay. that they describe a period from the late second millennium to the fourth century BCE that were written long after the alleged events, hmm. and they were edited several times, which, I mean, we pretty much knew that already. Right, right. Okay, so that's nothing so new. So it was, it was people taking oral histories and mm -hmm. writing it all down after the fact. And then and edited it and politically yada, yada, yada. for the times. Right. Sure. Okay. Okay. So that that's nothing we didn't already know, but just yeah. these 12 books in particular, they're saying definitely. Right. This no, happened. that makes sense. Okay. So, okay. I'm about to name the 12 books. Okay. It's not as simple as it might sound based on what I've already said. Okay. Okay. But this is more or less what you would find in Protestant, Catholic, and Orthodox Bibles. So I know what Protestant Bibles are. I know what Catholic Bibles are now. I don't even know what a fucking Orthodox Bible is. So that's something else we'll learn about eventually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's the 12 books that we're, we're talking about now. Sure. Okay. okay. Joshua Judges Ruth. Aha. You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
both books of Samuel, both books of King, and both books of Chronicles. So those are the next ones. Okay. That we're going to be, be reading. reading yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's where it starts to get a little fudgy. Okay. okay. The book of Ezra, but which in a different book, which I will talk about in a minute, is actually referred to not as Ezra, but as Esdras, the fir- hmm. first Esdras. Okay. Okay. The book of Nehemiah, which is in our thing. Okay. But which in another book is referred to as <laughs> Second Estras. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hold that word in your head. We're going to come back to it. Okay. The book of Tobit, which is only included in the Catholic and Orthodox canons. Interesting. So you see why my brain was like, wait, what the fuck is happening yeah, here? Yeah. The book of Judith, which is only. Judith, huh? Right? Who the fuck is Judith? Who? You know what? The only name Judith that I can ever think of is Judy Gar- Garland. Right. Know? Sure. Like that's the only Judy I know. Yeah. Whatever. I don't right. even know why I said that. What about Judy Dench? Yeah. Okay. Judy Dench. You're right. Oh, and then there's Judy Hopps from, you know, Zootopia. I, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? Never mind. I take back my, <laughs> I don't know any Judas. Clearly, I know plenty. So the book of Judith is only included in the Catholic and Orthodox canons. Okay. Okay. The book of Esther, which that's in the Protestant Bible. Okay. okay. Yeah. Some books of the Maccabees, which are not in ours, but are in the Catholic Bible. But some are in the Protestant Bible? No. Oh, no, none of them. None of them. Okay. All right. No. But not all of the books of Maccabees are considered to be in this historical group that I'm talking about. That's even more interesting. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I'm not even getting into the fucking Maccabees because that's a Catholic Bible and we are not doing that right now. Yet. Right. Yet. Right. Okay, remember that word ed- estrus that I told you about earlier? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the last book is called Third Estrus, but in Russian Bibles, it actually corresponds to Fourth Estrus. The fuck? And Russian and Georgian Bibles, I'm assuming like Georgian, like yeah, the like, country, not the right. American state, yeah, yeah, yeah. often include it, but their churches consider it non-canonical based on the Eastern Orthodox Quint Sex Council. The fuck is that? Don't know. Not getting into that now. Right. And the Protestant and Catholic churches consider it non-canonical, which means they're like, they frown on that. Like, no, that's not real. That's not biblical. What the Got fuck it. are you guys doing over there? Right, right. Stop. You sure. know? Yeah. Okay. So the Book of Ruth also belongs to another group. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Referred to as the Five Scrolls or the Five Megalot, Megillot. I apologize if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Okay. Remember, not a scholar or right, an academic. Right, right. Okay. One is the Song of Songs. Two is the Book of Ruth. Okay. Three is the Book of Lamentations. Four is Ecclesiastes. And five is the Book of Esther. Okay. okay. These five are all relatively short and they're usually grouped together in the Jewish tradition. And they read these five throughout the year. Okay. Like at various times, like Passover and shit like that. Got it. Okay. And so that is kind of just a basic layout of the book itself. Okay. Okay. Yep. And the history and the time period and all that. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now let's talk about the book of Ruth a little bit. Okay. Okay. So the book of Ruth is held in esteem by Jews who fall under the category of Jews by choice. Okay. Which... Are you following why that would be? Because she came from another tribe and mm-hmm. chose to be Jewish. Yes. 
she she came into from an, another yeah not just chose it but like adopted Converted. it un, unto death right like specifically said your god is my god your people are my people and like S- essentially converted to Judea- Judaism she did she did and like what I didn't like I knew she was Moabite but I didn't think about it right she gave up all of her false Life. gods and yeah. and idols and everything that she had worshipped up until then and literally converted to Judaism yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get it. Okay. Now for a bit of trivia. Okay. Okay. I This blew my mind. Okay. okay. Do you remember what the other sister's name was? Orpa. Orpa. If you rearrange some of those letters, does that not sound slightly vaguely like it might be related to something? Orpa. Um, I'm... Oprah. Okay. Okay. And I was like, I wonder. And so I did a little Googling. A little Googling? A little Googling. Okay. Orpa Gail Winfrey was born in 1954. Her first name was spelled Orpa on her birth certificate huh. after, specifically after the Orpa of the Bible. Interesting. Okay? But people mispronounced it so often that she just continued to go by Oprah. Got it. So she's Oprah everywhere on legal documents and in her personal private life, in her business life. Right, right. Um, her company is her name backwards, Harpo. Yeah. So everything is Oprah except on her birth certificate. Huh. It's Orpa. Interesting. Okay. Here's some interesting shit about that. Okay. Orpa and Ruth are exact opposites, but they come to be related in the end. Like they're parallels of each other. Okay. Because for Ruth, she did everything right. And so everything worked out wonderfully for her, right? Sure. I mean, we, uh, in, but do we not know that Orpa didn't work out wonderfully because we didn't I'm really get- follow? I'm so glad you asked that because that's literally what I was going to say next. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So just continuing with Ruth for just a second here. Sure. Okay. She marries a rich man. She has a son named Jesse who becomes the grandfather of King David. Right. One of the most famous biblical figures ever who is an ancestor of Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. Sure. So she's literally like on the awesome side. Okay. Okay. All right. Orpa, on the other hand, is never discussed a single time in the Bible outside of the book of Ruth. She's given no resolution, no story. Once she leaves, she's done. should do some done. fan fiction. I know. Well, <laughs> apparently, apparently, some did. Ah, interesting. Jewish tradition paints Orpa very unfavorably. Oh. A lot of rabbis... Medieval rabbis yeah. claimed that Orpah slept with 100 men and a dog oh my the night God. she left Naomi. Wow. Okay, it gets better. Okay. You can't, I started to say you can't make this up, but. But somebody did. But somebody did, <laughs> right? So supposedly this night of wild passion. Yeah. With 100 men and a dog. Yeah, the dog. Yeah. Right. Um, She got pregnant, okay, as one Is might. the dogs? Who knows? <laughs> okay, it might be because guess the fuck what? What? She became pregnant with one of, according to this legend story, sure. I don't know, what what do you call it? Right. Fanfic? I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She gave birth to one of the Bible's most infamous, infamous villains. Really? The giant Goliath. Really? Who did Goliath fucking David. fight? Wow. What? What the fuck? Right? Tell really? me that's not, like, amazing. That's pretty cool. That's a great fanfic. Yeah. Like, I want that movie. Like, I bet nobody knows that shit. I, like, like I've never heard that, Okay, right? the Googles knew it. The Googles knew it. But, I mean, 
And I, and when I say nobody, I mean like generally nobody, you know? Right. Like, like I've never heard anybody talk about it. Like you claim to read the Bible, but I bet you don't know this. Right? Right? Like what do you know about Orpa? Tell me. Yeah, tell me about Orpa. Yeah. Do you even remember which fucking book she's in? Because I do. <laughs> well, no, that'll help me remember her quite a bit more because, right? I mean, Goliath, Oprah you know? and Goliath. Right. Right? That's a, there's a lot and, of little, you know. Yeah. And I, I tried to find out why Oprah's aunt yeah. named her that. Like, yeah. why would you name her that? Right. Um, the only thing I could find was that it, it wasn't, like, out of any spite or malice or anything. Okay. Like, it wasn't like, tuh, tuh, you know, you got pregnant with this baby and we're going to name her yeah. this bad. It wasn't anything like that. She liked the name and thought it was interesting and original. Okay. I, so, that, that's fair, I think. I don't know if that's true. It's the only thing that I could find. And, and I like to think of it that way. I mean, because if you don't dig into the Bible more than just surface... She's just a person in the Bible that gets the, the turns goes the other way. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's nothing more to it to most people. To most people. If so. they know the name at all. Right. Right. And if they know the, the relation. Yeah. Well, this actually reminded me. We used to know a family whose son was named Cain. Yeah. And at first I was like, surely it couldn't be the Cain of, of the Bible. Bible. Right. Because. Why would you do that? Yeah. Right. Well, it turns out that the. His mom, that was, okay, hold on. So Kane's mom had had an affair. And so the Kane that we knew. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So mom and husband named the child Kane. Wow. So basically punished the fucking child. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't, I, I know that you know who I'm talking about. I do. I don't know I do. if you were aware of that fact. I was not aware of that. Yeah, that that was is some, messed up. That is some juicy gossip that of the worst kind. Right. Well, we're not going to, yeah. No. That's... No, the only reason I bring it up is because it's it's the opposite of what I think happened here with Oprah. Right. Like, I don't think that Oprah was named out of malice, whereas Kane was. Right, right. So, yeah. Ugh. Let's not do that to our babies, yeah, you guys. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's mean. To name a kid out of malice? Right? Any kid. That's fucked up. Well, it, plus, it was the mom that did it. Right. Like, mom, you had the affair. You're having this baby. You don't have to punish. Why are you punishing the child? You're the one that did it. Right, right. Ugh, jerk. That's crazy. Okay, so anyways, carrying on. Yeah. Okay, so now we're getting a little bit back into Ruth, okay? Okay. Okay. Traditionally, it was ascribed, the the authorship of it was ascribed to the prophet Samuel, which we'll be getting into here shortly. Okay. Because I think, yeah, uh, 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel are are the next two books coming up. Samuel, Kings, and then Chronicles. Okay. Okay. All right. So traditionally, they say that, you know, he's the guy that did it. Got it. But Ruth's identity as a non-Israelite, you know, she was a, a Moabite. Yeah. And the stress on the need for an inclusive attitude towards foreigners Suggests that maybe that's not true, that Samuel wasn't the author. There was some suggestion that perhaps instead that story was originated in the 5th century BC. Okay. When intermarriage had become controversial. Ah. So it was political at the time. Yes. So they, okay. So it might have been like a rewrite. Sure. They did a lot of editing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're always going to have influence Mm -hmm. from the, I mean, the writers can't help but be influenced by their times. Absolutely. Absolutely. So most today they think it was it was written during the Persian period. Okay. Um so sixth sixth say it. Sixth. Yeah. To fourth centuries BC, which you know five is right in the middle. Sure. So we'll yeah. call it the fifth century BC. Right. Because I can't say the sixth. Yeah. Okay. 
So there's a lot of question over whether this was something that was supposed to have actually happened or an allegory and what the meaning would have been from it. Okay. Okay. Some modern commentators see like feminists will see it as a story about the dignity of labor and female self-sufficiency, you know, figuring your shit out. Right. Which makes sense. I mean, we talked about that at the time. Yeah. Yeah. We're reading it. There are some that go so far as to see it as a model for lesbian relations. Like she's kind of really? a, a lesbian icon, I guess. Why? I'm not sure. I, I would have had to like really, really scratch into that. Not that I'm I against was, it, but no, I mean, no, no, you know, no. like I, I just, I'm not seeing it as all. Right. It's I don't cool. see it either. It's cool. I mean, lesbians need all the icons they can get. Like, right. you know, I'm all about that. Sure. But I just, I don't understand like why. Unless it was a suggestion of a relationship between her and Naomi her and Ruth. Right, because of the undying devotion to her. Right. Like, right. where did that come from? Yeah, maybe, no, I mean that, maybe that's it. And and maybe it's not saying that they had a relationship so much as the Ruth, relationship between women. Right, yeah, sure. Which, okay. that was the next and point, that's is many feminists see it as a celebration of the relationship between women. I can women. see that. I can see so, that. Yeah. I mean, they were very loyal to each other. So. Yeah. So I'm going to do one tiny Q&A. Okay. And that's really most of the Q&A that we had. Okay. I um, remember we talked about how feet could be a euphemism for genitals. Yeah. So many, many, many modern commentators, yes, we are right about that. Yeah. See sexual illusions in that. I kind of looked so. into that, too, because um, I was curious myself just afterward. And, yeah, it, it depends on who you're asking. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, Christian scholars tend to think, no, it was absolutely, absolutely not. not. No, Because men would never pull a Madison Cawthorn right. and, <laughs> and skull fuck uh, his cousin. Right. You know? But most secular scholars that have that have studied the Bible, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, that, yeah, fucking no, it's absolutely. Definitely, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So she didn't have a lot of choice. So, right, right. Like, and there's too many references throughout the Bible to things mm-hmm. that allude to the same thing that mm-hmm. you can go through and find a list of all the things that it, it kind of like that feet symbolize throughout yeah. the Bible. And it, it does definitely lead back to the fact that it, it, it most definitely could possibly be a euphemism for <laughs> penis. And so, and I would definitely go so far as to say, yeah, I believe that. Right. Yeah. No, I, I mean, <laughs> for it's, this story it's close in particular, enough to, you know, be okay. Yeah, sure. For this story in particular, it makes so much more sense that he was right. trying try before you buy. Yeah. No, I, then, I totally. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way that. No, she was really just sleeping at the foot of his bed. Right. Then why did she spend the whole fucking night after they woke up and found her there? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And why did she say, put me under your cover? Yeah. 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 And why did she have to bathe and smell nice? Right. You know, yeah. come on. Yeah. No, come it was. Yeah. So, they got whatever. Along. She did what she had to do. Right. Right. You know, whatever. Okay, so going back to how people view this, conversely, as opposed to, like, being a celebration of women, yeah, many believe or see it the way I did. Okay. Um, you know, how I was, like, really offended. Yeah. And, like, fuck you, fuck that system, et cetera. Right, right. A system of patriarchy in which a woman's worth can only be mer- measured through marriage and childbearing. I, I get that. And I think the reason I fought you on that is just because of the time that this is written in. No, I and, totally and get you. The, that time frame, it was very much the way things were. And so I, I guess I, I need to like reframe what I was saying. I wasn't mad against her for having to prostitute herself out. Okay? Right, right. 
I was mad at the system that that was her only fucking option. Sure. No. And that's what this better phrases it. And I think that we could still work up anger over this because it is still something that is in Bibles today that people mm-hmm. read and interpret as mm-hmm. something that they believe in. Yes. So the fact that that's the case mm-hmm. can lend to anger to that chapter or that, yes. that book because yeah, we don't want that line of thought in our world anymore. We so. don't want to live in a way that makes women be forced to prostitute themselves for livelihood. Right. In order to survive, you must marry only a man and and have his children. Right, right. The end. Like that's that's all you're good for. Yeah, no, that I mean that's why yeah. I can see it both ways. I just was sure. I was mostly just arguing that maybe we should give it a little bit of leeway because of the times. Sure. And that was it. No, and I understand that that's the way the times were. I just don't think that they should have been. Right. (laughs) I'm not forgiving because it's Well, and they've taken books out before. Maybe this shouldn't be canon. You know, like maybe this line of thought should just be wiped out. Well, they'd have to take out so much more. No, I know. I know. I know. There's one more view, which I kind of like, and it goes back to looking at the way that she was celebrated as having converted to Judaism and it's seen as a book celebrating particularly people who choose to right. be Jewish. Yeah. There, there is another group of people who they look at this book as a book that champions outcast and oppressed peoples. Okay. Much the same way, I guess that, you know, Ruth could be a lesbian icon. Sure. You know, like not necessarily that this is the perfect representation of that, but like, but it is a representation exactly of it. a poor one maybe. But if you're going to pull something from the Bible, right, right, you know that's cool. Yeah. So that is just the bare minimum of what I could find about the Book of Ruth and our Q and A. And we have just a lot to think about as far as like when we finish the traditional Protestant Bible. Yeah. What What are we doing next? What books are we doing? Next? And how are we doing it? And Yeah, and are we, like, switching away from the Bible and going to something else, or are we going to do all these other Bibles? And, like, right now, I'm I'm just processing this on air, like, as I'm thinking thinking about about it. it, having just gone through this research. Yeah. I'm so inclined to just say, let's just stick with the Bible until we run out. Of Bibles. Well, yeah, I think that's, I think that'd be the way to do it. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, we sped things up on this podcast in order to get through through this quicker. And so I think doing that, we should, we should cover it as much as we can. Like that's, I think that's the goal. And then it, you know, eventually we'll move on to something else. Yeah. No, I just like, I didn't realize that there were so, I knew there were texts. Yeah. That were outside of the what we think of as the traditional Bible. And I knew that um, that was going to be composed of the Jewish Bible at, or book right. and the um, Catholic Bible. Sure. I didn't know that there were so many others and that blew my mind. And so now like I want to go compose lists upon lists upon lists of what order <laughs> we're going to be doing these in and what goes where. And just for the record, um, to everybody, you need to know how much um, wife likes to make lists. I it's, it's like one of her favorite pastimes in the world. I love a list. It, oh it my God. settles it settles my mind and sometimes I will make a list 
And then several days later, I I will know that I made a list, but I will think that it wasn't good enough. And so I will remake the yeah, list yeah. just because it, it feels good. Yeah. It helps me feel safe so many and lists. structured. So many lists. I love a good list. And this sounds so fun. Yeah. So that's why I was really excited to get into this because <laughs> there's it just like opened everything up. Not just lists, but you right, know. Right, right. Yeah. Like I don't I like learning. I like figuring new stuff out. Yeah. And so it's not that the book of Ruth itself per se taught me new things so much as that what the book of Ruth belongs to. Right, right. Is so much bigger than I knew. Yeah. And that's really cool. Yeah, no, I I mean definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that we're going to have to figure out what we're doing when we're done with this because yeah. there's just a lot. So I, I'm seeing like we're never going to be done and and I'm here for it. Honestly, like that excites well, me. Maybe we make it a more sporadic thing and we sprinkle it in between like something else that we do, too. You know what I, I mean? I like, know, like I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, every season of life. I, I understand yeah. that. But for today, for the here and now, I'm like so psyched about this podcast and what we're doing with it. Yeah. No, that sounds like a lot of fun. So, so. sorry. I did not mean to like get all, I don't know, speak. What am I doing? Like, what What um, am I? Uh, fan, crazy. Fangirl? Fangirl, crazy, <laughs> manic. Manic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm being manic about it. Yeah. I'm just like really psyched. Okay. So. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Well, that's that's it then. That's the Book of Ruth. That is the Book of Ruth. And uh, tomorrow, we do we know what we're doing yet? I haven't picked a specific topic. I'm thinking that it will probably be abortion rights and Madison Cawthorn and what's in the uh, Constitution and what's not and what's so in basically the Bible. just the general state of politics right now. Um, yeah, I'm really thinking that that's something we need to do because it's it's unfolding so fast. Yeah, I, I agree. I I have a lot to say. I have feels and opinions. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I, I completely we, agree. We got into it a little bit earlier this week, and it just it wasn't enough. I mean, our, our Twitter feed turned into basically women's rights and abortion rights over the last few days because, because that's what I'm is so, happening, and it's so much. I'm so up in it. Yeah. So I just have so much to say. Oh, yeah. You and me both. <laughs> okay. So, good, good. Right. Um, so that was it for the Book of Ruth, and yes. we will see you guys tomorrow. Indeed. Yeah. Husband. Wife. You ready to have a little chat? Yeah, I'm ready to have a little chat. What do you want to chat about? Well, I think we discussed chatting about the abortion issue that's going on. I think we're going to talk about abortion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are we going to talk about how you slept last night? Um, I was actually going to bring that up, and you're kind of a dick because (laughs) you didn't really explain. Like, it wasn't just that I'm tired. No. Okay. No. Okay. It was that at about 7 p.m., mm-hmm. a wave of tired crashed over me. Yeah. And I rolled over on the couch and said, I need a nap. Mm-hmm. And then I slept it. until like today, yeah. this afternoon. First time we ever, you know, like didn't do our podcast as planned. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I was worn out. It was a long week. Um, I've been working. Um, with my best friend doing some stuff for her and, um, I'm just, I was tired. Okay. I was just fucking tired. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go talk about abortion. Well, I just feel like you threw me under a bus because I, I wasn't I around. Oh, and you admit it. Well, I mean, okay. Just a little bit. Just okay. A little bit. It's just that there was more to it than that is all. Okay. But all yes, right. let us talk about abortion. Okay. Let's go do that.
Hey, so I thought we would begin our discussion about abortion with Roe v. Wade. Okay. Because we. I mean, that's that, a great place to start. I mean, I mean, yeah, that literally is the start. I mean, I guess we could go back further to the times before Roe v. Wade when things were just like fucking horrible for women. Well, and, yeah, you know, we could actually, but, but that's that's going into like a too long too long of a podcast, maybe. Yeah, um, I, but just know that it was horrible. I guess. Well, prior to Roe v. Wade, people were still getting abortions, but um, there wasn't a safe way to ensure that they could live through it. And right. And they were doing them themselves sometimes, unsanitary quite conditions. Quite often. And it was a, just a bad time to be a woman when you couldn't you know, get medical treatment to get this done. Right. Right. So Roe v. Wade was the beginning of, you know, let's try to just... Um, you know, deal with the fact that this is going to happen one way or the other. Civil and society, you mean? Civil society. So go figure. Interesting concept, isn't right, it? Right. Where we, you know, hope for the best for each other. Right, right. Right. So Roe v. Wade, which we throw around the term as though we all know what it is. Right. Um, it was a landmark dis- decision of the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. which was decided in 1973. Got it. Okay. Got it. And... It states that the Constitution protects liberty to have an abortion without excessive government restriction. I don't like to call myself old that much, but I'm pretty fucking old. Not old. Middle-aged, right? Mm-hmm. And this was done before we were even born. No, this was only two years before I was born. Right, but it was before but we were still, born. So we've had this protection. For a long time. Yeah, for all my life. Right. For all my life, we've had this protection. I can tell you just from, you know... People that I know in my life that went through this, they're very upset that this is happening because they fought for this, you know? Yeah. I mean, our parents and grandparents were the adults that made sure that this fucking protection was given to us. Yeah. And now it's being taken away from us. Yeah. And it's, it's tragic and terrifying. It's, 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 yeah, it is all that. So Roe v. Wade struck down many U.S. and federal state abortion laws that were currently in place. And I'll get back to that in a minute further on. Um, But the case, like, I only found out a year ago maybe that Roe wasn't even the name of the actual person in the case. It was a legal pseudonym that was given for her protection. I think I had heard that at some point, but I didn't. I wouldn't have recalled it if I was asked. Her name was Norma McCorvey. And gotcha. um, she became pregnant in 1969 with her um, third child, mm-hmm. and she wanted an abortion. Okay. But she lived in Texas, where abortion was illegal and is now again illegal because right. they... Essentially illegal. Well, they are treating it as illegal. Yeah, yeah. Um, except in the case to save the mother's life. And even that right. is questionable now. Yeah, and that, I mean, definitely now that is subjective to what people think about the situation mm-hmm. and... And it doesn't, like, they're just, it's it's all stupid. Right, right. So what's interesting is that she was pregnant in 1969. The case was not decided till a few years later. Right. So by then she'd already had the kid. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, could you imagine being that child, though? (laughs) Like, (laughs) wow. Right. I, I I don't know how to feel about that, honestly. Like. Yeah, I don't know either. That's, uh, that's that's a hard one. Right. I mean, I would just kind of maybe not mention it a lot. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. <laughs> um, her attorneys were Sarah Weddington and Linda Coffey. Okay. And they filed a lawsuit on her behalf in U.S. Federal Court 
against the local district attorney, Henry Wade, alleging that Texas's abortion laws were unconstitutional. Hence the Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we know the Roe, which and was McCorvey, and now we know the Wade, which was a dipshit. Got it. Okay. I mean, he was from Texas. So No, no offense for anybody from Texas is listening to us because you guys are fucking awesome. Right, but I've lived, I have lived in Texas, and therefore, I have the right to say that that state is fucking trash. Were you deep in the heart of Texas? Well, I was in San Antonio. <laughs> I don't know if it was deep in the heart, but I know that when I drive to Texas from Ohio, yeah. half of the trip is getting to Texas, and then the other half is getting from the state border to San Antonio. Right. So right. it feels like maybe it's the asshole of Texas, <laughs> if not the heart. Got it. Okay. So um, when they went to court, the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas heard the case and ruled in her favor. Okay. But then Texas was like, oh, fucking hell no. Right. And so they booted it up directly to the Supreme Court. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not real familiar with legal proceedings, so that's why I'm I'm... I'm assuming that others aren't as well. Okay, sure. And I'm assuming that you weren't as well necessarily aware of how this shit works. I am, but that's okay. Oh, well, fuck off. <laughs> aren't you the smarty man? Sorry. But did you know that that's how it went? Yeah. They, yeah. Oh. They, when you file, when somebody rules against you, that you move it up to the next court. And there's huh. a consistent tier that you keep going up until you get to the Supreme Court. Huh. And then the Supreme Court either accepts your case or denies your case. So, And if it denies it, then it just goes with the last... Goes with the last ruling. Oh, yep. well, okay then. I I didn't know that. Not proud of that ignorance there, but <laughs> it, it's nothing that ever personally impacted my daily life. So. Right. I got, I got you. Yeah. Okay. I can't be the only one. I'm sure no, I'm, I'm not sure the only one. No, I'm sure you're not the only one. Yeah. So, okay. The Supreme Court issued a 7-2 to two decision in McCorvey's favor. Damn, that's a... That's, That's a strong hefty. opinion. Keeping in mind that those were all dudes, right? Mm, I think, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure those yeah. were all dudes. Yeah. Ruling that the due process clause of the 14th Amendment, which I will get into also mm, yeah. in a bit, provides a, quote, right to privacy, protecting a pregnant woman's right to choose whether to have an abortion. Yeah. So I didn't realize it was part of the 14th Amendment thing. Right. And I find that very interesting. Yeah. That no, that's definitely. what's used to to rule that. Right. Now, they also ruled along with this, and I hadn't heard this one. They also ruled that this right is not absolute. It must be balanced against the government's interest in protecting both the women's health and prenatal life. Huh. And so well, that the, is interesting, right? actually, because that doesn't really, I mean, I don't want it to come up, but that doesn't really come up. Like, I never heard that before just now. Right. So, right. That's I, interesting. I found that interesting that they're like, you can do this, but. But the, you could have, the, the ruling for that could have been referring to late stage abortions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, where you really, there needs to be a real, real viable reason to abort a baby that's almost being born. Right. Thing. You know, I mean, like, yeah. that's. it. It's a way of protecting the life of a child who is actually. A child at that point, right? Versus the life of the mother. But that's also what's allowed the the specific states to get away with these different differing laws the that they have. The heartbeat law in Ohio, right. and, and they're they're just shy of being mm-hmm. banning abortion, but they don't. Yeah, so. exactly. So the court resolved that balance by tying state regulation of abortion to the three uh, 
trimesters. Good grief. What are we in college? <laughs> the three trimesters of pregnancy. Right. So during the first trimester, governments could not prohibit abortions. Period. The end. Got it. Okay. Under Roe v. Wade. Okay. First first um, trimester, you're protected. You, Got it. You can get an abortion. Right. Okay. During the second trimester, governments could require reasonable health regulations. So... What you does uh, to, reasonable health regulations mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that they left it up to doctors to you had to have a doctor's note, a reason why. You know? I I think that it would have to be at that point it had to be a medical reason, not sure. just a you know, whatever I Or I, it's still up to the state to decide what the medical reasons would be at that point. Sure. So sure. I, I'm gonna assume that with, with more liberal definitions, um, that doctors would Go along with with what you're saying, but that in red states, you had to have an exact medical reason for it. Right, right. Now, during the third trimester, abortions could be prohibited entirely so long as the laws contained exceptions for cases when they were absolutely necessary to save the life or health of the mother. Sure. Yeah. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't have a lot of beef with that setup. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know what a better situation could be. Sure. And and honestly, look at how many women it has protected over these mm-hmm. 50 years that it's been around. You know, exactly. It's it's a very vital piece of ruling that we've had in our courts mm-hmm. that's been with us forever. Right. And and this is just I mean, I, I feel like we're going back to the dark ages You know, with like, everything else insane. that's happening with the. Um, right. Trying to to get all mention of any kind of. Black history removed from schools right. and with book bannings and with the attack on gay rights and trans kids. It just and never ends. It, it feels like right now we are definitely at a boiling point where they're trying to take us back to the 1800s. Well, I, I just feel like nobody's angry enough right now. Like, I, I mean, I mean, I see it on Twitter. You know, Twitter is angry, right? Sure. But I don't. Feel the anger, you know, what's like really, I don't, I don't feel really the anger out in society. What's really frustrating to me is like on Twitter, everybody is like, you know, tie your shoes and get outside and shout. Yeah. Right. And I'm like right there. And then I go to Facebook and like everybody's posting pictures of their kids <laughs> and their front yard and, you know, oh, I spilled my coffee this morning. Isn't that hilarious? Well, and even uh-huh. when you turn on the news, it's very mundane. Not mm-hmm. like they're not screaming about this. They're just reporting it. And right. it's like, I mean, I. I get it. It's news, but you know, it's just, I don't understand why I'm not seeing more panic. Right. I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm panicked. I, when this first happened, I think I mentioned that I stayed up the whole night crying and shaking and I was just, well, that's in large part why we're talking about this right now, because it is something that we feel very strongly about. Right. Right. I just, I, I I don't understand the lack of panic. Right. I guess is what it comes down to. Completely agree. So the court classified the right to choose to have an abortion as fundamental, okay, in quotes, fundamental, which requires courts to evaluate challenged abortion laws under the, quote, strict scrutiny standard. I don't know what that is. Um, It's the highest level of judicial review in the United States. Still don't know what that is, but okay. Um, It's essentially you got to have a real fucking good reason. Yes. Not. Yes. Um, Yes. It, it has to be open to the public and it has to like you have to have all your T's crossed and all your I's dotted. Sure. And yeah, you need to know what the fuck you're talking about. Got it. So um, 
so that's the end of that section, uh, Roe v. Wade. Um, but there was a modification to that, which I didn't know about, quite honestly. Okay. Um, they revisited, SCOTUS revisited and modified Roe's legal rulings in the 1992 decision. Okay. 1992. Yeah. That's a year before I graduated from high school. Right, right. Okay. Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Had you even heard of that? Uh, no. I had not either. Yeah. Court, the court reaffirmed Rose holding that a woman's right to choose to have an abortion is constitutionally protected, okay. but they abandoned Rose trimester framework in favor of a standard based on fetal viability. Fetal viability? If a baby can live outside oh, the mother's oh, womb, okay. then it is considered viable. Got it. Got it. And they overruled the, quote, strict scrutiny standard. For reviewing abortion restrictions. Ah, so they made it easier to get rid of Roe yeah, v. Wade, basically. Yeah, like, I, it, it doesn't specifically tell me one way or the other, is this good or bad? It feels bad, though. Well, it's bad, because that's what's, I think that probably right there is probably what's allowed a lot of the states to pass to the have laws that the, they have the heartbeat in the last, dose. you know, 20 years right. or whatever. Instead so. of saying your first trimester is protected, right. now they can say so many weeks, so many weeks. Um, is where it's viable. And they keep pushing that so many weeks back till it's like negative three before right. you had sex. Right, right, <laughs> like, wait, right. what? Yeah. And um, so from there, let's go into the 14th Amendment. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. So the 14th Amendment was adopted on July 9th, 1960, or I'm sorry, 1868. <laughs> and it had to do with the Reconstruction Amendments. Okay. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And it is often considered one of the most consequential amendments and is the one that is most argued in court. Gotcha. So it is fucking importante. Yeah. It addresses citizenship rights and equal protection under the law. Okay. And was proposed in response to issues related to former slaves following the American Civil War. Got it. Prior to that, um, slaves and previous slaves and freed slaves and escaped slaves were not considered citizens. Okay. Yep. Which we know right. in the Constitution prior to that, they weren't even considered fully human. Right. Which right. is just grotesque. Yep. And the amendment is one of the most litigated parts of the Constitution forming basis for landmark Supreme Court decisions such as, and I have a brief list here okay. that I found interesting. Okay. So early on, it nullified the SCOTUS decision in Dred Scott versus Sanford in 1857, yeah. which had held that Americans descended from America from African slaves could not be citizens, not just weren't citizens, but could not, could not be citizens right, right. of the United States. Got it. So it nullified that. Good. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then it was used in the decisions for um, in 1954, Brown versus the Board of Education sure. regarding racial segregation. Yeah. 1973, Roe v. Wade regarding abortion. Okay. In 2000, Bush v. Gore. Really? Regarding the 2000 presidential election. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. And then in 2015... The Obergefell versus Hodges regarding same-sex marriage. Okay. I mean, I that, didn't, that makes sense. It makes sense. I just, I, for whatever reason, I didn't realize it fell under the 14th Amendment. Yeah. So that's right. awesome. Um, the amendment limits the actions of all state and local officials and also those acting on behalf of such officials. Gotcha. So it's a pretty healthy amendment. Yeah. 
and needs to be uh, put in gold, maybe. Right, right. So let's, let's solidify this one. Is just we need this, yeah. Like, like that. It's an amendment, but you know, there shall be no repeal of this shit. Yeah, let's make sure that <laughs> that it's a good end. You know, right. it stays there. Yeah. So that's the end of our little history lesson, just to give us both a little background that I didn't know. Yeah. And that I don't know if you knew a lot of that, but. And from here, I think we're going to go and talk about the. Um, the leak. The and, leak and the stuff that's going on currently. Yeah. But. 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 It's not going to be for everybody. It's not. We're, we kind of teased you guys a little long here, so. Yeah, sorry. But, but this is a Patreon and, and, and we put it in the title, so, yeah. you know. You go sign up for Patreon. Go sign up for Patreon, you guys. It's a good choice. Yeah. All right. So uh, if you're a Patreon member, we'll see you guys in a second. And if you're not, I hope we'll see you soon anyway. Right. Oh, no. What happened? Well, this is a special Patreon episode, actually, (gasps) which means that they need to go to Patreon and subscribe as a patron in order to listen to it. Okay, well, I guess that we are going to go do that now. Yeah, just head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse, become a member for as low as $2 a month, and you'll have access to all these special things and, and goodies too. So, you know, go do that. So, this was just a teaser. Yeah, teaser. Okay, just Bye. checking. Okay. Bye. 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 Husband, it's the end. It is indeed, wife. Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is uh, sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter is where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe, yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye.